1: Hey, 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 it's me, Dr. Love, and welcome to another episode of Between the Sheets with me, Dr. Love. Today we're talking about having unclear relationship boundaries and why they're a recipe for disaster. With my clients and on this podcast, we often talk about boundaries being put in place, but people associate this word in a very negative way. So boundaries can be seen as bad things because some people believe that couples should be completely in each other's businesses. But knowing about your partner's general whereabouts is normal. Spying on them, tracking them, searching through their phone are not. Boundaries are about establishing trust and respect within the relationship and for one another. So when you don't have boundaries, you end up thinking more about your partner's business, what they're up to, and feeling like you need to know what's happening during every minute of their waking life. So when relationship boundaries are blurred, it can really result in many negative effects for the relationship, which might be why so many people associate boundaries with being bad for the relationship. But when in fact, not having them is what's making the relationship unhealthy. So why do blurred relationship boundaries become an issue? Well, usually when you start dating someone, you start to gain stronger feelings for them and hope they'll feel the same in return. You start discussing where the relationship is headed and if you're both on the same page, but sometimes one person in the relationship can give off mixed feelings or signals. So often their actions and words don't match up and can leave the other person feeling a little bit confused. And that person's left in a position where they don't really want to keep bringing up their feelings about this. So eventually they stop or they stop asking because they don't want to look silly, stupid or desperate. But eventually they head into this cycle of not knowing the relationship boundaries because they were never drawn to begin with. They were never set down initially. And it can be difficult for that person because in the beginning of the relationship, you don't really want to come off too strongly and possibly you don't even want to scare the other person off, especially if you've had some really bad luck in relationships. So you don't want to wait too long before setting up the relationship boundaries, but you don't want to do it too quickly. So there's this, where is the fine line? It's very easy to go past that point of no return. If you haven't set them up, then it's a bit too late. And this might be good for someone who doesn't want to commit in a relationship and just wants to hang out together casually. But if the other person wants to get more serious, someone is bound to get their feelings hurt. So let's think of this, for example, you might be dating someone that hasn't made it clear they want to be exclusive with you because they really just want to date you and other people at the same time. But if this hasn't been communicated to you, you'll find out about the others and then wind up being hurt. More than if you had the conversation to begin with to work out, oh, this person wants an open relationship. So if you've avoided that conversation, sometimes you have a gut feeling that you know and you don't actually want to know the answer, but you already do know it. If you get my drift, you wind up being more hurt at the end of it than you would have if you asked earlier. So what do you do? How do you create these healthy boundaries? Well, boundaries are really essentially the line where one person ends and the other person starts. So there's a distinction in your lives. Even if you feel you live in the same space, if you live in each other's pockets, you still have boundaries. So when someone says that was stepping over the line, they normally mean the boundary line. It's not a line that you actually see, but the boundary line between you and them. So respect and trust is what really keeps that boundary line strong. And knowing what you feel comfortable with is the first step to setting that boundary up for yourself and the relationship as a whole. So what can you do? Okay, so first of all, be clear with each other. I always say communication is the key to a healthy relationship, and you've probably heard it a million times, but because it's true. Talking about your boundaries doesn't need to be something you have to sit down and discuss with your partner. It comes up in passing and when there's something you feel isn't right, that is the time to speak up. Not any time before that or not any time after that. Don't leave it too long. When it comes up, speak about it. Don't be upset about their boundaries is the second thing. You might get home from work and see your partner working away at their desk Instead of instantly asking them about their day, give them a moment to finish up and come to you. If they ask you to leave and say they'll be with you in a minute, don't get upset. They want you to respect their space and time. It's not a personal attack. So they just want to finish their work off. And once they've sort of put that to bed, then it's your time. I see people here feel like they are being personally attacked. I'm not good enough. Work is a priority and things like that. Let's just be respectful of their space, especially now that we're working more from home than we ever used to be. Third thing is treat them how you want to be treated. Think about things that would upset you that you might do to them. You might read their dream journal. You might look at their texts. You might, you know, check their emails. But would you want them to do that to you? If you want them to take a day off work to spend time with you, but would you ever do that for them? You might ask them to miss an important event, but would you hate if they asked you to do the same? It's as the saying goes, treat others how you want to be treated. There's no double standards here. If you want to be treated in a particular way, what you give out is what you get back. The fourth thing is how to give them criticism without being negative. So almost like it's constructive feedback. There's a little approach I love to use that tends to work when a couple unsure of how to communicate something negative without turning it into an argument. And we do it in the corporate world and we call it the complimentary sandwich. And it is about giving your partner some compliments followed by some criticism finished with another compliment. So for example, if you've got a problem with your partner disrupting you while you're working from home, you can say, babe, I love that we can work from home together and see each other during the day. But I can't be available to you during office hours because I really need to get my job done. But my favorite part of the day is giving you a kiss straight after work like I'm back home from the office. And that's sort of like you giving that positive in the beginning, saying how much you love working with them. In the middle, it's the constructive feedback about, hey, I can't be with you during the office hours because I've really got to get my job done. And at the end is, this is my favorite part of the day. So more positive saying, I can't wait till I finish my job at five o'clock and kiss you like I've just walked in from the office. And so giving each other feedback like that is much more constructive and helpful for the relationship than attacking someone for not you know, pleasing you or fulfilling your needs and wants and dreams. People are so much more receptive of things they don't want to hear when they're layered into a complementary scenario. A relationship is a lot more stable, healthy, happy when you are very clear around your boundaries, set very early on, especially when your goals and morals and expectations align with each other, then you're on a winner. So make sure that you're in a relationship where you've really looked at what you want for your lives together and also separately. You've got some really, you've got separate goals, but you've also got these goals that you want to achieve in your relationship. Make sure you've got the same and similar morals or values for relationship and family. Make sure they're aligned and make sure there's boundaries. Have the hard conversation so that you don't have to fall hard at the end of the relationship reach out if you've had some trouble around boundaries, because this is where I see a lot of my clients come in. Um, the relationship boundaries were very blurred. Actually, there were no relationship boundaries. If they had been in place, there would have been a lot less heartbreak. So if that's you or someone you know, and you want to share or comment on this topic, please do. This is Dr. Love. I'll catch you on the next episode. See ya.
0: thanks for listening to the podcast with Dr. Love. For all show notes and resources mentioned in this episode, head to www.drlove.com. That's com. Got a question for Dr. Love? Email her at ask@ at doctor.love.com. Love the show. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review or share it with your friends. Thanks for listening lovers. We'll see you on the next episode. This is between the sheets with Dr. Love.